0: What's up Conroe? Welcome back to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Welcoming you to the month of August. That's right. 2020 hasn't stopped, no matter how hard it tries to quit.
1: We've officially um, made it to part two of this year.
0: That's right. Like the like the broken clock, it's still right occasionally, and it's August. So we're there. Um we're on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at irelandstart.com. As always, go to the Facebook page and check it out. Facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio. Um, how you doing, buddy? I'm
1: doing all right. Still alive. Yeah. Getting in my underground bunker. Never seen again.
0: Little brother Nico hiding out down there. Then, of course, me, Corey DLG, doing the quarantine edition of this show. Uh, using Anchor, recording remotely. Um, yep. So, the
1: advent of technology.
0: Yeah, man. Honestly, like, at this point... You could do a podcast from bed, which I I mean,
1: I, I yeah, same. I I sit on my bed and we do the show, and then I walk over to my desk, edit, and then go back to the bed.
0: (laughs) There you go. See, it's it's perfect. It's awesome. Really, I
1: should just I should just get a desk for my bed, and then just never leave.
0: They call that a they call that a a a desk. Ah, yeah, makes sense. The uh, Vietnamese pioneer, the Japanese, because they are they believe in working so hard to fall asleep at work.
1: Ah, oh, yeah, Absolutely. I like the I like the pillow tie. It's like you like it's like a tie, and you <laughs>
0: and
1: you can lay on it. pretty genius.
0: I was gonna say just putting a pillow on the top of the monitor of the computer, but yeah, the tie for so that one.
1: So. It's that, and then the the, the air conditioned uh, shirt, which is also pretty good.
0: Oh gosh, I need like thirty of those. So um, it's I need it's just like
1: it's just like a regular business suit, but it's kind of a <laughs> tiny AC unit on the back of it.
0: It's amazing. I want one of those. Uh, NASA was working on a, a device that was pretty simple, apparently. It was only like, it was less than a pound. And you wore it around your wrist, and it would it used, like, body temperature manipulation technology to trick your body into cooling itself off. That's weird. So, like, it would take the temperature of your skin at your wrist. And based on that, it could lower it could trick your body into lowering or raising your temperature until you're comfortable again.
1: It's like it was
0: always trying to maintain homeostasis.
1: Yeah, that's wild.
0: Yeah. Um they're working on it for the so you know, as people wear the spacesuits, you know if they can if they can get the body to do the air conditioning for them, they don't have to put AC in the suit. Oh,
1: that's true. That's pretty smart. So I mean I I'd hope so. They're NASA
0: <laughs> Yeah, I hope they crack these kind of things because otherwise they're in trouble.
1: This is a fair point.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Like,
1: imagine imagine mastering spaceflight and being like, ah, I forgot to put AC in it. Ah, well, it's unusable.
0: Uh, It would be so <laughs> uncomfortable, but there would still be people who'd be like, yeah, I'm going.
1: I mean, yeah, because there's, like, people who are willing to sacrifice for the greater good of humanity, unlike us.
0: I mean, I'm down all the way up until they get to the no AC part, and then I reset. I go, uh, what?
1: You may never return. And there's no AC. Oh, got me there, Chief. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was all right with not getting my bag. I'll just get a credit card before I go and live the life, and then just leave. That's deal. But
1: uh <laughs> but it's no we... AC thing. Yeah, when
0: you said no AC, I'm not gonna be uncomfortable for the rest of my life. Like I'll be lost, but that's about it.
1: <laughs> that was the one thing that I hated about Colorado is that it would get so it would get hot in the summers, right? But there's no buildings like aside from like these really big buildings like schools like. No one had AC. Like so people's what houses, you just you just open the windows and <laughs> uh, have fans going. Like it was it was a nightmare. Those are the people who talk about like
0: oh, communities used to leave their doors unlocked at night. No, no, they used to leave their doors unlocked at night. Like everyone else locked their doors, but they locked their doors because they had AC. Had to keep want... all the poor people out.
1: I had to keep all the cold in. <laughs>
0: These people with their... No AC.
1: Yeah, you had, to, you had to leave the door open so you wouldn't die of heat exhaustion while sleeping. <laughs> oh,
0: man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know what's almost just ridiculous is that I'm just I'm flipping through all these different things on the video screen for, uh, uh-huh. for PlayStation.
1: Just looking yeah. at what's on
0: there, just messing with it. And... Uh, I flipped through on the Disney Plus row and it showed The Gargoyles.
1: Oh, you mean the greatest television show of all time?
0: And it reminded me that I read an article that talked about the reason Gargoyles second season was like so different and then like quote unquote bad, but also how Gargoyles like wound up getting canceled. Uh-huh. And it's such a weird article because um, it has all these weird, different moving pieces in it, like the story of the gargoyles winds up being this really complicated thing.
1: Yeah, like I don't, I don't know the, the story verbatim. Uh, actually, I really don't know much about what happened, but I, I always knew it was super weird and complicated, and it was something that like always stuck out in my brain. Is like the story of the gargoyles is weird, but I don't know what happened. So
0: at the time they were really moving heavily into like action animation and gargoyles was going to be like the flagship show of that like afternoon lineup. They had just really gotten into the Disney channel stuff and they were still syndicated on like UPN and stuff like that. So they really, they really wanted some strong afternoon programming. And Mm -hmm. initially the first season, I think it was only like 12 or 18 episodes. And they had spent like a year and a half making it because there was a whole conflict within the company if they wanted to go down the action animated road or not. So they kept like start stopping, and then they were like, okay, you only have X amount of money, which means it took longer to make them. Yeah. Um, Because they just did it with a smaller crew kind of a thing. Right. Uh, So basically they only had a couple show writers, but they wrote out like a whole 18-episode arc, and they told their story. Well it blew up so fast. The first four episodes, I think are a movie essentially. And like the response was so strong that Disney came back to them and was like, okay, well we need like a 40 episode second season. And the guy was like, uh, if I started right now and was sprinting nonstop, I could maybe do that. Maybe like maybe, but you have to tell me right away. And they hemmed and hawed for like two months then they came back and they said, okay, we're going to approve you for like a 28-episode season. He was like, oh, okay, fine. Then as they're making the episodes, the first season is doing so well that Disney keeps upping the order.
1: So, oh, so he's like he's like working on it, and they're like, no, we want more.
0: Yeah, so he's in the middle of writing it and going, and they start going, hey, instead of 28, we want 32. Oh, you know what? We're going to need 36. And then they come all the way back to like the original request of like 50 or 48 or whatever it was supposed to be, way back at the beginning. And he was like, mm-hmm. I told you then that the only way that would work is if I was sprinting from then on. And that was like four and a half months ago. And so they were, yeah. like, they were like, Okay, we'll start sprinting now. <laughs> so the second season, I think it's it's like high thirties is the episode count, I think. I'm not I'm not sure off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me. Um but that was like Best ever, just getting out as much as possible. But they also sat down with him and built like a whole Disney universe from there, including uh, like the different. Cha- they introduced a bunch of characters in worlds and in and, and situations in the second season that were going to get their own stuff, basically. Um, yeah, eventually. Like, but like within the next year or two from there, because they were like, we're going all out. Well, then when the second season turns around to air, when it when finally episodes are ready to go. Uh, it's during the o j simpson trial
1: so the ratings are bad everyone's no, no, watching no. the o so j simpson trial the
0: episodes were were preempted for the trial they weren't aired
1: fantastic
0: so then they start getting aired out of order like on saturdays and stuff cuz the networks have them like backlogged but they don't have anywhere to air them because they're preempting so much time to the o j simpson trial that they're just like stuff's getting lost in the shuffle on networks. So all of a sudden this afternoon cartoon that was supposed to be like Disney wanted new episodes every day to come out. Like solid during the during school years. So you're talking about they wanted like 40 new episodes a year to go Monday through Friday at 3:30 new episode boom 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 boom. Um but because of the Simpson trial every everything's pushed and moved around. So literally, they, like, networks are, are airing like four episodes at 2 a.m. on Saturdays. Because they just have them and they're obligated to air them. But they, they've moved the airtime around. Um, so Simpson played, the O.J. Simpson trial plays a massive part in the like, bearing of all momentum for season two of Gargoyles.
1: God, Why does the world work like this? So,
0: so then, the guy in charge of animation, he gets fired during the second season as well and the new guy who comes in is like yeah i don't want to do action animated like at all and then gargoyles was viewed as like the old guy show so the new guy didn't want to be a part of it so then like they had all these they were literally in the middle of production of, of like a massive third season or were about to start production on a massive third season and the new guy was like yeah we're not investing that kind of capital into that never mind
1: <laughs> what what an awful like and this is the kind of story that only happens because of like how tv used to work because like nowadays like if imagine if gargoyles was a show on netflix right okay and it was like small concise season one season two like you know how much of like it's already a cult classic now and it had to deal with all of that <laughs> Like, you can only imagine where this story could have gone if you, like, because oh, he, streaming.
0: He's talked publicly about it, like, he didn't I know. finish the, the story of the rest of the Gargoyles because they, like, left them behind when he, when Goliath went on, like, his, like, Phoenix Quest stuff, like, they talked a lot about how there was whole stories they wanted to come back to, and apparently he's talked publicly numerous times about, like, certain characters were going to get their own show like... Like, he's laid out, apparently, Apparently on the internet, there's massive, just, where he's like, yeah, this guy was supposed to get his whole season, and blah, 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 like. But, I will say it's still possible, even in the era of streaming, that it happens. Um, take into account, think about this. The new Warriors pilot that came out. Do you remember how, remember it has the AT&T girl as Squirrel Girl? Oh, Yeah. And allegedly, it's so good that they didn't want to put it on Fox Family because it just popped so much better and so differently than, like, Cloak and Dagger did, if you recall. Mm -hmm. Remember, that was what they were saying. They were like, this show is just better than Cloak and Dagger. Like, it needs – we need to find a spot for it on ABC. But ABC Mm -hmm. didn't want it. So then, because ABC didn't want it and Hulu couldn't afford it and it was – apparently, by all accounts, too good to be on the free form or free fall or whatever it's called Mhm it they they had nowhere to put it, so it never got made like that's insane to me. It's weird to me that something can be too good for one network and the next network be like, yeah, no no mm.
1: well, it's like the, like that's the disparity, right like they're like, well, this is clearly a lot for us right now. Like, that's like, you know, big fish in small pond.
0: But why wouldn't you want a big fish? Like, that that's the one part that seems weird to me. Like, if I'm CW, or if I'm whatever, Freeform, CW, what was it called?
1: Freeform is, like, this smaller ABC family type deal.
0: Okay, so that's what it was. It was Freeform, then. If I'm Freeform and I watch this pilot, it blows me away. Like, why am I not just immediately going, yeah, give me 30 episodes, do it.
1: Maybe because I can't do it justice. And they don't have like the money to do it.
0: I don't know. I think But they're a money.
1: subsidiary of
0: Disney. Like maybe that's what I'm, maybe... saying. That's what I'm, like, I'm oh, saying.
1: I don't understand. Because I, I so feel watching like we're missing
0: something on that one. I feel like Ooh. there's like some internal politics at play. Or maybe it's really just the gargoyles all over again where it was like it the situation just never worked out for that show.
1: Because, right. I mean like it was it's it's funny because I watched uh so I watched the runaways on uh, on on Hulu. I need
0: to do the third season.
1: Um and Cloak and Dagger show up for like two episodes in the third season.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about that. Is it the uh, same actors?
1: Yeah, it's 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 the Cloak and Dagger from the from the Freeform show.
0: So is it is it good?
1: I mean their their introduction is cool. Like, Cloak's power is just really cool visually, so And so is Daggers. Like both of them are very just fun to watch just because their powers look really cool. On screen.
0: So maybe I need to... But that show got cancelled too.
1: Yeah, but it ends like... Ends conclusively. Oh, does it? Yeah. Like, the ending is good.
0: Okay. Maybe I need to... I need to check that out too then, I guess. I guess I need to put that back on the list of things to watch.
1: Yeah, like The Midnight Gospel.
0: Uh, I watched that.
1: That was the last episode.
0: (laughs) um i mean it was sweet i know what you guys were talking about where y'all were sad y'all cried uh it was they had that conversation the part where he where he really starts to kind of lose it about the fact that she's gonna die like where where she's sort of like you know everyone dies he's like yeah but you're awesome like yeah (laughs) like yeah i I mean i i i get it it was it was tough but it wasn't
1: did you cry is the real question
0: I actually did. not I actually kind of smiled. I, I liked the message of that. I think it's neat that he has that.
1: It's a cool. It's a cool thing. I really
0: enjoyed it. It is. It makes me want to go back and find the episode with Dad on it, with the uh, where he talks about the. Uh, uh, I, keep, I want to say mariachis, but that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the luchadores. The Luchadors, like mariachis, uh, because I have milk mask kind of stuck on my head, so like. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it it was a nice it was a it's a nice thing to be able to have you know mm-hmm. a little bit of media with your with you know with a parent who's gone. So you sent me that it's somewhere in the email. I need I'm gonna dig it out and listen to it here this week probably. So when you get that drunk crying text message, just be ready. I'm gonna tell Fifty Cent on you.
1: No Fifty Cent.
0: <laughs> That's still my favorite thing. Is I hope somewhere he's wandering around with a hate on for you. <laughs> <laughs> he just like. Man, if I ever run into, him. I better never catch that kid, Nico. Man, I better never catch him. <laughs> um, all of that go. would
1: be a story in and of itself. It's like I got beat up by Fifty Cent because my brother said I was bad.
0: Oh God, that would be so great. I would love every second of that. I mean, yeah, no, I'd love every second of that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. You, you know, another show that is worth watching. I, I don't want to forget about it before we move away from that, is Stargirl.
1: Oh my mom actually watched it.
0: <laughs> it's good. It's good. And like they keep taking really big risks in it. Um like storytelling wise, they've 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 killed two different kids Were like I didn't think they were gonna do that.
1: Mm, that's interesting.
0: And, like, in both episodes, they built it up in that way, where it was like, yeah, we're going to kill this kid in this episode. It's too bad we're going to kill this kid in this episode. Look out, we're going to kill this kid. You know and you're like, you won't do it, and then they do it, and you're like, oh, God. <laughs> right. That's exactly what happened both times. I mean, both I, have... times I was like, well, obviously, they have to kill this kid, which means they're not going to kill this kid. It's, a, it's like Stargirl, is supposed to, I thought, was like a children's CW show. But it doesn't play like a children's CW show. That's not really fair to say well, she is like 15, so like it is still a young adult TV show. I mean, but
1: young adult stories, people die. That's not that's uncommon. True.
0: That's true. And and two already this season.
1: Wow, that's intense. Yeah.
0: And it's been good, man. It's been really good. Um. Also, I know well, we got plenty of time. We can do whatever we want here. Um. Netflix, The Umbrella Academy. Oh man.
1: Yeah. Netflix made two shows that I want to watch and I haven't gotten around to, which you've already finished, kind of. Yeah,
0: I have already I've watched both of them.
1: I'm so um, salt I'm so salty.
0: So they came back with the first chapter of the Transformers what is it? War of Cybertron or whatever it's War supposed to be? War of Cybertron
1: uh Siege is this one.
0: Okay, uh I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Like visually it's cool.
1: Yeah, um, it looks it good. Exit?
0: took their time with the story it's a long drawn out story but the whole story is on cybertron which is sort of annoying to me um because well, transformers the... don't really make sense to me on an alien planet
1: well i mean they're all robots man well
0: yeah but who are they blending in with if they're all like who are they even hiding from in that scenario
1: they're not hiding they're not robots in disguise yet that's but when that's they get to the earth ho- well, that's the second That's the second part of the, the trilogy. The second part's called Earthrise.
0: Yeah, so at the very end of this first episode, of this first run, um, Optimus Prime leads a group of them onto a ship and he's got his, there's a dimensional gateway he's got open and everyone's getting into it and, and it either works or doesn't work. You're left to speculate. Obviously it works because there's still two more chapters and it's Transformers and Optimus Prime is on it and we all know how that goes. I
1: don't know. He died in the movie.
0: That's true, he did. But as you're sitting there, and the the characters who are left behind on Cybertron, they're operating under the assumption that everyone just died. That they just witnessed everybody die. I mean, that's fair. Because it looks kind of like the shit blows up. Like I don't. I think it just travels away, but it looks like it blows up. So they're like, uh, "There's no sign of them. They must be dead." And you're like. Wow, that's kind of brutal. So, so it does end on this really weird down note. It's interesting. Hmm. Uh, but it's, it's totally worth watching. Um, there's a lot of different characters they introduce. Uh, they do some cool stuff. It's, it's a different dynamic than perhaps people are used to for the Transformers world. Uh, it kind of touches on the movie stuff a little bit. where like, the, the Decepticons are in the positions of power here. Yeah. So it's a different world than, like, I don't know, everything I always thought I knew about the Transformers. The Transformers were the good guys, and they were, like, in charge, and they were chasing Decepticons. But now, in all these stories now, it's like the other way.
1: I mean, it's always, it's always you, you always fight for the underdog, right?
0: Is that what they're doing?
1: I mean, it feels that way.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That might be it. You might be correct about that.
1: It's always good to fight the authoritarian bad guys versus being, you know, we're the ones in charge squashing your rebellion doesn't feel as good. Yeah.
0: Are we the bad guys here? Are we the bad guys? We have skulls on our uniforms. Are we the bad guys?
1: <laughs> I love that oh. video so much.
0: Um, so Netflix finally debuted the second season of The Umbrella Academy, and it's it's gorgeous. It's amazing. It's... it's...
1: I love the first season... So it much.
0: Was, The first season was so quirky and fun and weird and different and epic and great and sad. It's just all so good. And the second season is just 100% of the same. Oh, fantastic.
1: It's all I wanted in my life.
0: And the music in the second season, the music from the first season, I don't remember being as dynamic. From the second season, the music is awesome.
1: Well, I mean like there's there's a few scenes from the first season with like music I remember like I don't, but I
0: don't remember when you watch the season you'll you'll know what I mean like okay i I feel like they did something incredibly different and better with music on this show than maybe any other show I can think of recently. Wow, I'm trying to think of another show that made me notice the music as much as this one hmm. there's well, a there's a funeral scene involving some Swedish people Mm -hmm. and they play a Swedish version of Adele's hello. Oh, well, but like it's, it's heavy piano, but it's all in Swedish and it just catches your attention. Like, you know, the feeling, but now they're not talking to you. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's Mm. really, really, they, they use music really smartly in this show. Again, perhaps smarter than anyone else I can think of. Which I think is... A, I, I'm rambling now. But Gerard Way, the creator of the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Oh, right. I forgot he did do that. He <laughs> does kind of get music in a different way than a lot of people. A lot of his music is storytelling. When I was or, a young boy. Yeah. It's true. The, each of the My Chemical Romance albums is supposed to be a story. The Black Parade is a story about this journey through death. Uh, the one after that is some sort of Space Ranger story. They're all of they're all stories. Each of the albums. So, yeah, I guess there's probably nobody better suited to help guide music through a TV show than Gerard Wade.
1: Right. Storytelling <laughs> in both music and in visual form.
0: But there are just there are so many times in this show where the music. You literally, you almost want to just pause it and look the song up.
1: Well, that's always a good sign about songs and shows.
0: But anyway, it was, it's fantastic. Uh, It's, it's, it's just exactly more of the same. It's. Well, the
1: first season was fantastic. So I'm more than happy.
0: It's big. It's crazy. It's unexpected. It's confusing. It's, uh, it's frustrating it's it's still the same dynamics of family and trouble and end of the world and they have to do it together and they can't stand each other and it's so perfect and so like it's just the way they do it it's just so great
1: and i'm really excited to see it so yeah you it's have
0: go- to. it's
1: good to, it's good to hear that it's as good as as good as it is
0: and one of the things that I thought they wouldn't do in the show or would do differently that they totally don't pull away from at all is in the time committee people, there's a, there's at one point where a guy in a fish, a fish is in charge. He's been augmented to be smart. So he's like a smart fish and he's in charge of everything Well, they have him in the show and he's walking around in a suit and like in a mobile little fish bowl. Like it's so great. Cause I really didn't think they were going to do that. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you gotta have the
0: fishman. It it just looks great, and they've got him in the imagery for a lot of the stuff. So anybody who like even looks at it knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's just great. He just looks so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> the whole thing's just kind of ridiculous.
0: It's a fish driving a person. Is what it looks like, and it's so great.
1: He's the boss, man. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, we're going to jump out of here and we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more Nerds, like Radio coming your way. We're even going to announce the winner of the console contest was uh, drawn over the weekend. We're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about some other stuff. Yeah. we got more Nerds, like Radio coming your way. <laughs> this is Rudy Town Jonovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station, and we're streaming worldwide at Uh As always, you can check out what's going on on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. we got all kinds of things happening there, including the Pals Player of the Day, Um, just the fun stuff that's happening over there. Uh, we are recording via Anchor, um, due to the quarantine conditions that have been ravaging the country for the better part of forever, it seems like. Um. Literally five months. It really has been five months, but you know what, like, we as a country are very ill-equipped. Like, it's just not in our culture, our DNA, to deal with something for sustained periods of time. We're always waiting for the next thing. So, anything over an hour we're we're over it already yep. <laughs> so five months is like four and a half months too long.
1: I ah, just did a little bit
0: <laughs> um all right, so we got a lot going on, but before we get into anything uh i 'm going to go ahead and talk about our friends. The adventure begins, comics games, and more um. I might have Nico give you some dates here in a second. But essentially, um, everything's business as usual. They are open. They are requiring that you wear a mask per the governor's order. Um, but otherwise, come on in. Have a good time. They're still maintaining social distancing, so not all the tables are open. But there's plenty of table space to come in and play some games and hang out with your friends.
1: I did play on Saturday.
0: Oh, look at you. They got um, they got comic books. They got gaming. They got... uh. All the different little toys and, and everything else that you're looking for. Um, so it's bright, family friendly, well lit. The staff is awesome and knowledgeable. Uh, I got my box there, get my discount going on, and uh, we do our D and D there every every other Tuesday. And we're Jeff the Black Dragonborn, sacrificed himself mightily and uh, saved the party before he died.
1: Yep, um,
0: they're gonna erect a statue of him. I'm excited have a
1: boat on it or an airship
0: shit yeah <laughs> um but anyway uh the adventure begins comics games and more right there on 1488 um what is it? Oh, i think it's old conroe Road is the name of that tiny little road it's right there by escape movie theater yeah um but anyway it's a great well-lit family-friendly place to go hang out and do your nerd thing and get your nerd on if it's comic books if it's gaming if it's tabletop gaming if it's role playing if it's cards If it's toys, if it's models, whatever it is, if you're into it, they've got some stuff there for you, and they also do a lot of groups and a lot of events. Right now, we're in the middle of free comic book day summer, Mm -hmm. which goes through September, so make sure to get your comic books. Get your little comic book passport stamped. Those, Those stamps add up to points at the end of the whole thing, so it's worth it. Get in there and have a good time. Those points are valuable, man. Uh, they've got private rooms for renting, so you can use those if you want to try and just do some stuff with your friends and you don't want to worry necessarily about everybody else. The private rooms are a great way to do that. Uh, so head on out to the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. Yeah. Did I miss any dates? How'd I do there?
1: No, that was perfect.
0: Look at that. Look at The old pros still got it.
1: The old guy still got it.
0: That's right. I still got some game in me. Um, I can still take it to the hole when I want. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on right now in the nerd world. This weekend, I was busy getting everything put together to ship out my comic book. Yeah. Uh, I am so happy to just get this thing shipped out, bro.
1: This, behind the scenes, this has been, like, the most difficult thing in the universe for you.
0: Uh, just to give you an idea of how much of a pain in the butt it's been. Um... First of all, I went through three colorists, two artists, and two letterers, so that's already more turnover than I've ever had to deal with ever on anything I've ever done. Uh, But but even then, the first letterer, when he basically left the project, the last thing he said to me was, kind of seems like this project is doomed, doesn't it?
1: That's cool. That's That's some
0: faith. Yeah, that's a cool feeling. That's what you want to hear as you're working through stuff. Um... (laughs) It was just a ton of, like, just a lot of Murphy's Law, which is if things can go wrong, they will go wrong. And um, the first artist who did the first issue for the debut stuff, uh, he just wasn't really ready to come back. I said, okay, that's fine. So then I'm I'm with a different artist on this one. And as we're working on stuff, this is his first big project. And he's just sending me the files, whatever size he feels like he needs to send them. Um, which, but I don't catch it. And that's my fault. So we get like, I'm sending them to the color. She's putting the color in, um, sending them to the letter. He's putting the lettering in. When we start getting towards the end. I'm telling the letter like how I wanted to organize and all that. And he's kind of helping me with that. And finally he comes back with "Yeah, none of these are the right size. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, how close? Cause a lot of times when I when I sent the first issue to printer, my very first go around, there were just things that weren't sized properly to print. And I worked with the printer on it and the result was mixed. There were a couple of pages that just didn't work, but overall it was, it, it it worked out. Okay. I feel like, well, this time the letter was like, no, there's nothing you can't, can't
1: do It's too far. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's, it's, It's not going to work. Um, so that already left me feeling really, really great about the process. Um, so I had to go back to the artist and get the pages resized. But I was trying to work my way back through the chain to see who could fix what. So then I go to the colorist and I'm like, hey, what can you do about it? And she was like, well, considering what size these files are and what size you want them to be, uh, I'll have to do everything all over again. And she was like, and I don't have time to do that. <laughs> and I said, okay. All right. Um Cool.
1: It's been cool. I'll see you later.
0: <laughs> so finally I get back with the artist. And there's a bit of a language barrier. And so it's just a process to work through to finally get him the right sizes with the right resolution. He keeps sending me the same file over and over again and it's not the right size. So I keep kicking it back to him and he keeps going, Well, how come how come you don't that's where I'm said. I'm doing what you want? And I said, You're clearly not. <laughs> So finally, 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 we get it all on the same page, and it's all said and done. And we turn around, and uh, yeah, it just... Uh, then another colors had to come in, and then another letter had to come in. And finally, it's all said and done, and I'm thrilled. And uh, there's a thank you letter in there. Like, I'm just I'm so ready to just be done with this project. <laughs> so... This weekend, I, they came in earlier in the week on Tuesday, Wednesday, so I ran them up to different places they needed to go during the week, and then Saturday, I sat down and got the materials I needed to just sit down and just start working through the shipping process, and then that just dragged on forever.
1: Yeah, shipping is not fun. I have, I have a small operation of a, I'm, a, I'm a cardboard crack dealer. I sell trading cards on the internet. That's true. And, uh, it's uh it's not a it's not a fun process.
0: It's it's not especially so I had to sit down and write hand, and I did it by hand just because I'm not I'm not to the point yet where I'm ready to invest in a label and, and printing on the and all that. So I wrote by hand sixty addresses on envelopes and then sixty return addresses on envelopes and you know what I mean? Like it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Just stuff. Also, I went to a shipping store, and I'm not going to say the name of it because it was the worst experience of my life. And the woman clearly either didn't listen or process a single word I said or just didn't understand what was happening at all. It was amazing. It was amazing because I walk in, and I tell her I'm trying to – I've measured it out already, and I need – and I even round up. I need 218 inches of bubble wrap. So I rounded up to 250 inches. I said, hey, I need 250 inches of bubble wrap. And she says, okay. So she walks me to the front of the store and shows me a giant roll of bubble wrap. Awesome. And I and I can't process it because like I'm trying to think of like 250 inches, that should be like maybe 20 feet. Would 20 feet really be this massive roll? Like it 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 seems like this is not right and so we're standing there and I and she she's like I said okay well I need to make sure it covers a comic book so it's got to be at least a foot wide she's like okay well then this is what you're really looking for here and I'm looking at this giant roll of bubble tape <laughs> and finally I go this seems pretty big is this right and she's like she's like well, uh, well yeah it's 300 feet and I said well I don't I don't need 300 feet.
1: I need like 20.
0: <laughs> said, I need 250 inches. And she goes, oh, inches. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. So then she's like, well, I've got, like, we've got it on wheels that I can, like, run off length for you. I said, well, I guess that's what we need to do here. <laughs> what did she think we needed to do? <laughs>
1: Yeah, but imagine if you'd have bought 300 feet of bubble, of bubble wrap, you could have had like 280 feet to like fortify your house
0: with. Uh, can I just tell you, if I would had taken off the bubble I have left over bubble wrap. Again, I rounded up. If I had 280 feet of bubble wrap left after I was done, I would have wrapped her store up.
1: Yeah, you would have had so much bubble wrap.
0: I would have bubble wrapped her store and left a note, thanks for the help.
1: Yeah, and you're helping her out. You're making your store super safe.
0: Then she goes, when she goes to measure it out, she's like, so what is that? Like, 12 feet? And I was like, 250 inches? She was like, yeah. Is that like about 12, right? 12 by times 12 is 250, something like that? And I was like...
1: That's not what what 12 is.
0: I I, I go, I think 12 times 12 is 144. She goes, well, I'll just get the calculator out. I said okay. That yeah.
1: is that is that is a really good joke. It's like my calculator history is worse than my internet search history. He's <laughs> be using the calculator, and be like, "What's four times four again?" You're like, I want to say sixteen, but I know that's not right.
0: That's that's a good meme because that's true. That's real life right there. Um, I honestly. It, that's
1: why Apple doesn't save it.
0: Yeah it really kind of blows me away the idea that like because <laughs> she had no idea none at all she was like 12 times 12 that's that's 250 inches right that also would have been half of what I needed like <laughs> this woman with all the guesses in the world was never going to land on the right number
1: I like how was such far extremes right. like you went from 12 to you went from 300 to 12
0: <laughs> and neither Which... one was what I needed neither of which were even close so then like, it was just insanity um so then okay so comic books are between they're like 10 and some change tall uh and six and some change wide so 11 and seven is basically your dimensions on comic books mm-hmm. so i told her i said these have got to be what i'm what i'm packaging has to fit in boxes uh, what goes what's going in the boxes is 11 by seven so that ha- it has the box to box have to at least be that. So she walks me over in front of a, a, a whole series of shelf that's all 10 by 10 boxes of various depths. Just not enough. And she's like, it's either gonna be right around here, either four inches or six inches? I don't know what you're thinking about. I was like, four. I said, four is probably enough. So I grabbed the five or six boxes I need of 10 by 10 by four. And I'm about halfway to the cash register and I go, wait, are all of these 10 by 10 Like, Why do I want 10 by 10s if I'm putting something that's 11 by 7 in a box? And she's like, What's, what do you mean? And I was like, well, the comics are all 11 inches tall. They're not going to fit in a 10-inch box.
1: They will if you angle them.
0: <laughs> you can't really do that. They got corners.
1: <laughs> they will if you angle them.
0: <laughs> so, she's looking at me for a second and I was like, the boxes have to be bigger lady like they have to be bigger she's like oh okay okay uh the next shelving is the 12 inches so perfect (laughs) so then so i wound up with 12 by 10 by four which is a little bit bigger than i needed but it's fine it's good enough but like the most time i spent anywhere getting materials was this packing store the shipping store where this woman just completely unequipped like just completely unequipped i don't listen, it's, maybe it's, this isn't it's, her gig maybe she's filling in for somebody i hope this isn't what she does all day every day
1: look uh, it's it's an important thing to remember kids math is an important part of everyday life and you'll use it more than once
0: especially <laughs> no, one's, no one's no one's <laughs> where you have to measure stuff like that's really the bigger thing
1: right it's never like Maybe you can slack off in trigonometry because I can't tell you the last time that I've used any of that stuff.
0: I've never, I've never solved the tangent of anything in my life. I don't even right. know what I would do. I don't even. If you put it in front of me right now, and you were like, "We're gonna start killing people until you solve for a tangent," everyone's dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. the whole world's. Up.
0: I'm not even. I'm not even gonna pick up the pen. I'm just gonna be like, "Can you start with me and pick someone else?" Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing. I'm gonna do that's gonna remember this. Right, that that part of my brain is gone.
1: You get your get your basic math in there. You learn your multiplication tables. Learn uh, tricks like multiples of nine are really fun.
0: Right. Yeah, that's and, for uh, sure. That, but like, I've never had to prove something. I've never done proofs.
1: I've I've done I did proofs once in school, and I I don't even remember how to do
0: them. But like for that so for geometry though, like where you do the proofs.
1: Yeah, I once, did it once.
0: Once you're done with geometry, you'll never do them again.
1: Yeah, never again.
0: I've never had to do a proof. I've never had to do a cosine or tangent. But definitely for sure math. For sure yeah. math. Yeah, If You had to use, you you can, had to use don't algebra. Know algebra, learn your algebra. That's what you need to know. That's what you need to know to make it in life. Algebra. Just just algebra.
1: And simple algebra. You don't have to know like all the extra stuff. Yeah. Like, although, just, know, just know how to change an equation.
0: Although, it would help the world tremendously and dumb people even more if we just moved over to metric.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, measurements are stupid. Uh, there's there's this... no reason
0: for us to be on standard. The only people on the entire planet on it. There's not.
1: Yeah, especially when it's super inconsistent and you have to look up, like, every possible thing. Yeah. Like, it's easy when it's, like... Centimeter kill <laughs> centimeter to kilometer is is a thing you can do because it's like they're all multiples of ten.
0: But yeah, getting you, from you like point over
1: that's it. Right, getting from inches to miles is literally impossible.
0: Yeah, because you got to go inches to feet and then feet to miles. Like, how I think mean, there's a thing between them? Like, nope. Like, how did we get to that? And then the number isn't like the same. Yeah, you're right. You have to look up the whole other number.
1: Right, and because right. I mean they have yards, but yards is three feet, and I don't think. 5200 and whatever is divisible by 3.
0: <laughs> no, and then that's the other thing is a yard and a meter aren't the same, but basically are. Like they're close. Like <laughs> nothing helps. Nothing. Everything is independently useless.
1: So that's cool.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so the shipping lady, it was it was a little it was it was taxing on the brain when I was trying to just get going. Like I need to get the stuff and get home and get started and this woman was like what if we
1: took 55 years?
0: <laughs> right. And, and just, I was telling you off the air, like it's, this project has just been so mentally draining and just kind of like an emotional rollercoaster that I'm just ready to be done with it. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I really like the book. I think it's funny. I think there's two more issues left that I'm excited about doing. But I was just so ready to move on from this particular spot that I was like, you've
1: been you've been in the same place for a long time this book was supposed to come out ages ago but because of all the hurdles and the pandemic and like everything that could possibly go wrong
0: i know and so like it's been an amazing lesson like after i did the first book i really felt like i had learned enough to where i could start kind of developing consistency and then this thing was just a lesson in everything i didn't know um
1: it's like hey now you now you have a checklist right
0: and there's a lot of it like and, I've, and the art on the next project that I'm already on, like I was the whole get go from the second I got the pencil pages in, I was checking the size of them to make sure they were right. Like lessons have been learned, but it was such a just draining experience. I'm just so ready to be done. So I'm in the shipping store and it's like one more thing. Like, can you imagine if just... I bought the 300 feet of bubble wrap? Like what my life, I would <laughs> find my body at. 'Cause I'd kill myself with it. Like I don't know what else like at this point...
1: But you'd be perfectly preserved and take no damage for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> two a team of cops are just popping two hundred and eighty feet of bubbles for fun. Like, <laughs> like, it's just the worst. But uh but yeah, I would have I would have been livid if that had happened. I would have lost my mind if that had happened.
1: Ten inch boxes and three hundred feet of bubble wrap.
0: <laughs> yeah, if the boxes. If I had stayed with the wrong size boxes, she she led me to them after I told her eleven by sevens going in this box. And I'm standing there and I'm ready to rock. And then I'm like, wait,
1: this is not correct.
0: If something's eleven inches tall. It can't fit in a ten inch box.
1: <laughs> by my by my guesstimations, this is incorrect.
0: Yeah, by my idiot math. Let's see. Take the cosine tangent of this. Take the inverse sine of that. Yeah, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. Taking the slope of the box. <laughs> I've never built a number line. I've never graphed anything. Yeah, not in real life. In school, yeah. Real life, no. When I was losing weight more consistently, I thought it would be really cool to build a graph where I saw it. But then when I realized I was losing, like, three pounds a week, like I was like, okay, well, it's just a straight line. like. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> not a very interesting graph. Yeah, it's
0: not really exciting or anything. Like it's just it is what it is. Like uh, you
1: something completely worthless. That's my favorite thing to do is with just bad graphs that don't represent data well. You should have put it
0: on like a pie chart. <laughs> pounds <laughs> I've lost, pounds I keep. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's like 75 of them. <laughs>
0: But do it as a percentage, not, like, as a a weight. (laughs) uh, So you still have to, like, do math to figure out how much that is. So how many pounds did he lose? I don't know. He lost 18%. Is that good? Is that bad? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) God. That would be, yeah. Yeah, that would be the kind of useless math that someone would give you on a quiz in high school like the exact, what do you mean, high school? You mean college too? <laughs> oh, God. I remember my freshman college. Uh... No, it wasn't freshman. It was uh ten... So I went to the University of Alabama for a year on aerospace engineering scholarship. And I went through the honors program. And when I moved back home and enrolled in junior college, by the way, my parents were super thrilled. Uh, but when I <laughs> did that, the junior college refused to accept any of the honors program from a number two aerospace engineering program in the country uh till they made them all elective hours so i had to retake my algebra class
1: nice as though
0: algebra in alabama and algebra and you know what actually as i'm saying that a lot it does make sense that algebra in alabama is probably easier Uh, but i was in the honors algebra so it should have been harder um but so i had to take algebra again here in community college uh, the guy here at community college wanted homework turned down.
1: That wasn't happening.
0: I, actually, I wrote him an email very beginning of the semester and I explained to him, this is now my second time taking college algebra in two years. And the first time I finished with uh, a 92 and I had zero intention of doing any homework. He replied with an email that said, you should drop my class then. So I did. Uh, nice. I then took it, uh, night school. With this lovely Indian woman who she she was assigning homework, but she wasn't taking it up. And I sent her an email at the beginning of the semester saying, Hey, I don't know if you are planning on taking up the homework, but I'm not planning on doing it. And she was, and I explained in there kind of the situation, you know, honors to this and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, Okay, well, if I think you're struggling, I'm going to recommend you do it, but I'll keep an eye on it. And uh, I never had a lesson like a 93, and everything's online, and I'm just turning it in. You know what I mean? Like, please. Like, it's a joke. And, um, and so, at the end of the semester, uh, they're going around like, uh, you know, you need to make this on the final, blah, blah, blah. Um, so she comes to me and she literally just goes, Are you going to take the final? <laughs> and, and then like, you ask
1: the question, What's my grade without it? That's
0: literally what I asked. She said, If you take it and get a 17 or higher, you'll have an 80. If you don't take it, the highest you'll, she said, you're on pace to finish with like a 73. And I was like, she's like, but the difference between a zero and a 17 is like the seven or eight points or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And I said, I guess I'll show up then. I was like, is there some bonus points I can, she goes, that's what we'll do. She said, I'll I'll, I'll put two bonus assignments on there. Uh, if you do those, you don't have to take the final. Boom. <laughs> that's a deal. she's like but if you take the final you can get as high as an A in this class I said I don't need an A once I'm done with this I'm done with it
1: once this is over I can just go getting a
0: business class degree like I don't need this like my associates is a business management not math
1: (laughs) although business is math is important for business
0: it is important to know money in money out that's for sure math um, I guess we're kind of up against it here, but so on that note, learn your numbers. <laughs> and on behalf of little brother, Nico and myself, same nerd, flick time, same nerd, flick channel, make sure to go to corydlg.squarespace.com That's where I've got my comic book set up on there to buy. And you can even pre-order new issues. And we're going to be putting some t-shirts on stock. We're going to put the link on the Facebook page, uh, $25, including shipping. We got most sizes, even the big boy sizes because i'm a big guy and i hate when they don't have your size Uh, so stay tuned keep an eye on that if you're interested in the shirt feel free to hit us up we got them coming um yeah thanks for listening guys uh stay clean stay safe stay healthy stay friendly stay family friendly uh fight the power block cards back
1: Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.